everybody, good day to you. This is Coach John Daly. Uh, this is Saturday, November 11th, 2017. Uh, I wanted to give this quick, uh, short introduction before we get the music going and uh, our 10th interview with Dr. Jeff Lipp. Um, this has been the first week uh, where Jeff's been at his new job. And uh, so we've talked a couple times, but uh, we've been both pretty busy. Basketball starting with me and, uh, you know, his new jobs and new uh, set up a new office and everything. He's got uh, new duties he's got to do with uh, with his students there. So we did finally get together later this past week uh, to get this recording out to you guys. So we will definitely be working each other's uh, busy schedules so that we could uh, continue this uh, journey and this discussion. And uh, he's got a lot of things that he still wants to teach us and share. Um, and we will be hopefully getting together for some live uh, face-to-face conversations as well. Okay, so sit back, enjoy this 10th interview with the great Dr. Jeff Lipp, and uh, keep in touch, all right? Find me on Facebook. Drop me some notes here, because I'm going to put this out there, but on Facebook, Coach to Expect Success, and over on Twitter, at Coach to Success, and uh, hopefully we can get some conversations and some questions for Jeff, and uh, just let me know what you're thinking and how you're enjoying this as much as I am. Okay, enjoy your day. Everybody, Coach John Daly, back again with the one and only Dr. Jeff Lip, uh, which I believe this is show number ten for us. Uh, a little get together. It's a little bit later uh, in the week, then uh, I think we'll try getting back to uh, a regular basis. Uh, but I know with basketball now, uh, Tuesday nights are game nights for us, so our, our Tuesday uh, chat time might uh, have to move to a different day. But uh, I am so I've been looking forward to this and, and, and getting back in touch with Jeff and. Seeing how his new job is going. So, Jeff, why don't you chime in if you're there and uh, let us know how you've been doing, buddy. I'm definitely here, my friend. Uh, The new job Mm -hmm. that I have is stellar. It's a good job. Uh, I don't, Mm. you know, it's just fantastic. It's a new atmosphere, uh, working with different people, very passionate people about education and their future goals, working with people there that are just very, very goal-oriented in regards to student success. So it was a great job, great week. It's just a long week because like any other job, starting a new job can be very exhausting. You want to try to give it all, and you want to try to absorb everything that you possibly can, but it it can be draining. It can be very, very draining. But I'm lucky to survive this week. I kept telling them that, hey, listen, if I show back tomorrow, it's a good thing, and I I love it. It's It's a good passion, you know. It just... It's going to take a little bit of time to get used to um, coming from a school that I was at for 10 years and then coming here, you're starting over and you're mm-hmm. learning new things and you're meeting different people and you're just trying to learn things faster than you possibly can because you just want to contribute right away and that's what I want to do, but it's going to take some time. It's got to be a little patient, but I know it's going to be home very soon. Yeah, there's that there's that word patience again. Here, here you are getting tested with that again because uh, as we've talked before, I think at times... Uh, both you and I are not patient with, with certain things in our life. And, uh, yeah, it's a weird feeling going from pretty much knowing just about everything going on and having control of it and a lot of people coming to you for help to where now, boom, I'm out of my comfort zone. This is a whole new box I'm in. Ooh, I'm getting butterflies again, getting a little nervous. You know, the confidence is taking a hit a little bit, you know, and, and you're just kind of building yourself back up. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, 
that things are going well for you. We still miss you, I tell you that, but uh, I'm just so happy for you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. I miss you a lot, too. Yeah, but, uh, they, you know, there's no sign over your door, over your office yet, and uh, so we'll have to we'll have to see when uh, the new person's come in, which we're very excited to have a new person, obviously, and uh, welcome to the family over there. But, uh, yeah, you're sorely missed. So before this all went down, you moved over there to the, your new job, there was uh, another um, topic, another pathway that you wanted to go down in uh, bringing us some lessons uh, from from your family. And um, so who, who are we going to talk about with tonight? We're going to talk about my brother. Okay, good. Um, good. We're going to dive in a little bit into the relationship that him and I had. I really wanted to talk about him because I think he's a huge part. No, not think. I know he's a huge part of who I am today. And I, I want to share his story. I want to share his family's story with you. He's just an amazing guy along with everyone in that family. So growing up, I'm a, about a year and a half older than my brother. So growing up, him and I, I hate to admit this, my friend, but he's like my best friend. I really hate to admit it. And the reason why I hate to admit it is because, you know, when I was growing up, I, I had a lot of friends. I really did. I was extremely blessed by that. But then thinking to myself, I'm like, how can a brother be a best friend? Because when you're growing up, you're like, oh, how many more people do I know? How many more people can get in my circle, a group of friends? But really, when I think about it more and more, he was my best friend. And it was interesting, too, because as a best friend, you know, this best friend challenges you. They, they bring out the best in you. And that's what we did. I mean, sports growing up together, because we're so close in age, you know, there was a lot of competition. And there really still is, you know, and, but that makes us strong. That makes us whole. And it's fascinating because as I was growing up, uh, you know, we obviously had our differences similar to my sister, but he was always there for me and I was always there for him. I would always get his, um, I was about his back no matter what happened. Mm. And what was interesting is that when we finally became adults and everything was like, you know, more like in the adult world, let's put it like that, he it was my best friend. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not my best friend, but he was my best man at the wedding that I had. Mm. And uh, his speech was just amazing. It was funny. It was amusing. And then when he got a year, when he got married a year later to Lindsay, I was his best man. You know, so in many ways, when I think about it, you know, the best man in your wedding is typically like a brother. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, my friend? You know what? First of all, I mean, I'm just taking some notes here. The, the one thing I just wrote down was envy. Um, I, I just mm. have a sister, and a great, great sister, just a family of two. Um, but for for as long as I can remember, I always thought about how cool it would be to have a brother. Um, and I've had, you know, a couple good friends, you included, that, you know, hey, brother, hey, brother, you know, we call each other brother, but it definitely, you know, I think I put on your card, you know, um, you know, my brother from another mother. Um, there's just definitely a few <laughs> guys in my life that uh, I definitely feel close to, to where I, you know, it, it is like a brother. Um, so I envy you. I really do. Um, mm. I, think that's, uh, I think that's outstanding to where you just have that uh, influence on you and that uh, the buddy growing up and looking out for each other. And um, that, that's just really cool, buddy. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. I never thought of it like that. So, uh, you know, he really, he's he's been there for me consistently through all the ups and downs. And through the previous nine podcasts, you everyone now has hopefully heard some of the ups and downs, but he's been there for the thick and thin. 
And when he met Lindsay back in college, you know, and Lindsay's his wife now, they were two peas in a pot. Hmm. Lindsay's a teacher now. Uh, she's an elementary teacher. And my brother's an elementary teacher. I mean, these hmm. people are kind of meant to be together. And then let me add a little bit of a more interesting fact. They both share the same birthday, which is like oh my God. very, very rare, isn't it? I mean, they're both wow. their birthdays are April 5th. And um, it was like life was meant to find each other for them, you know, and that's just how amazing things are. Lindsay also has like this huge heart of like love and she's very empathetic uh, more than I can ever tell you about how empathetic she is. She, you know, when I was going through some of those difficult times, she was able to put herself in my shoes and she was able to put herself in Sarah's shoes too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, very be non-judgmental about what her and I were both going through. And, you know, I, I told you guys that I found love after um, Sarah, obviously, too. And Lindsay was there for me, too, um, kind of consoling me, kind of helping me, guide me. I mean, so, like, my brother and her, they're very similar in personalities. And, you know, like I said, they both work in the same profession. And in addition to that, having the same birthday, that's, mm -hmm. that's just one in a million. It's just unbelievable. Wow. Um, so from that, um, after a couple of years of being married, um, Lindsay and Carl were blessed to have two kids. And I have a niece. Her name is Mallory, who's six years old, honestly going to, like, 21 right now. Uh, <laughs> she, is, she is growing up so fast, John. I can't even begin to describe to you. But, you know, they are – she's just, she's just a light. She's just amazing. And then they also have a son. His name is Kai. He's three years old. And I basically live for these two. I mean, these two give me – so much hope every single day mm. and hope you know i've talked a lot about it in our previous podcast before and now you know hope is so important you know because hope inspires you to do a lot so when i say hope my friend what do you think about hope what comes to mind yeah definitely the inspiration part uh came to me um i think it's something that you can lean on i think it uh is something that you know when times are tough if you have those you know, especially people in your life, because, uh, you know, I'm seeing it more and more as I get older and have seen it for a long time, that life is about relationships. You know, when when you say goodbye to somebody at a funeral, it's relationships. You know, yeah, you talk about their profession and, and the things that they did or things that they had, but it's about how they made you feel, what they did for you, you know, the, the just the life together that you had. And um, so, yeah, hope is definitely something we all need. And I think at times we... It's easy to lose. I think you know. Absolutely, absolutely. The world is full of distractions and, and negativity. Um, you know, you need to be able to you know have people in your life and have your faith. And uh, I think it's a huge difference that both of us enjoy what we do um, because there is hope in that every day. Get going in, and uh, so oh my God, yeah. I think it's definitely something that I think it's a constant thing that we need to look for, find, keep, and. Um, you know, just have around in our life, man. That's a, that's a powerful point. When I, when I do it, you bring up a very good point because of the fact that when you talk about relationships and the word hope, they really do go together. Mm. And when I was going through some of the troubling times, I remember just looking at Mallory and just looking at her, her smile, and she just made me happy. She, she brought a lot of joy to me, and she made me better just by being who mm. she was, you know, mm. she, she gave me a sign of how things can be so much better. Like, let me, let me just share you a quick story about this too. When I was going through it, John, I mean, 
it was tough. It, when I was going through the whole divorce process and the things leading up to the divorce, it was a troubling time. I remember Mally's birthday kind of falling right in between uh, Sarah leaving and then right before the um, actual divorce date. So when I went to her third birthday party, I, I remember deliberately having a conversation with Kathy, who was my sister once again, and I was telling her, I, I can't even get Mallory a gift right now because I don't, I don't see joy in too much, honestly. Uh, when I got to the birthday party, everyone was happy, you know, because it was her birthday. And it, it brought a little bit of light into, a, you know, a huge darkness that I was experiencing at that particular time. And I remember deliberately telling her how much I loved her, telling her how much it just meant for me to be there. When I left the party, I was devastated because it seemed like I was just losing myself again because I was just in this state of depression. But I remember seeing her so vividly and her blowing out the candles and just how happy she was. And that just sparked so much hope in me that tomorrow will be better. Hopefully tomorrow will be better, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's because of that, and I saw that, was that I really made, I started making her and Kai a huge priority in my life. And I really wanted to focus on that because, you know, Sarah and I didn't have children. And um, I looked at them as like, you know, the children that I needed to help raise. And it was just amazing. It was fascinating. And so with that particular story, you know, we move on a little bit more now to the present. You know, I just talked about it before I even jumped into Carl, Lindsay, and the two kids. I, I talked about how I transitioned to my office in my new job this week. And the first thing I did was that Mallory, being five years old, she uh, has a lot of drawings. She has a lot of things that she colors over the years that I've collected. And I, the first thing I did was I, I splattered all that wall in my office with all her drawings and all her paintings. And I remember taking a picture of that in my new office, and I sent that to Lindsay and everyone else in, the, in this group family text that we do. And it was just awesome. It, it made me feel like it was home again because that's exactly mm -hmm. what I had in my office over at Lakeshore. Made me feel so good, it, you know. Just just those little drawings can you bring so much, you know. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I wanted to share real quickly was the night before I went to uh, start my new job on Monday. I remember Lindsay sending me a text of a family tree that Mallory had developed. Now this is a uh, five-year-old, six-year-old someone just developing a family tree, which was unbelievable. It, it brought a tear to my eye when I saw that family tree because. I'm part of a family, you know, no matter how things get gloom, I'm part of this amazing family that has so much hope, so much joy. It's unbelievable. Mm. Now, uh, the thing I want to share about Kai, and, and I, you know, honestly, my friend, just like I talked about before, I could talk about these two kids for hours, if not days. <laughs> that's how much I love them. That's how much I care for them. But I want to kind of focus on the key points, and that's why I said those things about Mallory. But with Kai, I, I remember – Exactly the same point. Now, Kai was born around the same time that Mallory was born, like really early in the summer. And it was the same time. Sarah left, Kai was born, and then I got divorced. So when Kai was born, I was having a hard time with that too. I mean, here is new life coming into the world, new hope coming to the world. Mm. And I was going through it again, my friend. I was going right through it again. And it was hard. It was hard to see hope 
But when I held him for the first time, the same thing with Mallory, I just lit up. I absolutely lit up. And, like, I felt my heart palpitating. I felt life, you know, I felt blood flowing through me again. It's mm. just unbelievable what relationships and what they can do for you to inspire hope. And it was a long, long day. I, I can't remember. I can tell you that right now. I remember how sad I was. and then, But I had to get there. I had to get to the hospital. I had to hold them. And when I got there and I held them, it was just, it was worth everything. I, I can't even tell you how, how much it is. Like, I remember even after divorce, I went over to my mom's house who frequently um, babysits Kai. And I remember deliberately going over there picking him up again, and then just playing with him. And then he just smiled. And I just smiled right back, and instantaneously all the depression went away. Instantaneously all the sadness went away. It was just amazing. It is seriously, seriously amazing. And now he's growing up. I mean, he's a lot older than one now, you know. Obviously, he's growing up. And, you know, he's, his, his language is developing. He's able to say Uncle Joff. I mean, it's just the cutest thing. And, like, I remember the first time he said Uncle Joff, I almost cried again. Because it's like I'm, 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 I'm an uncle again, basically. You know, I, I can hear that in the voice because as I shared it maybe in the second podcast, you know, when everything happened with Sarah, I lost three different nephews, you know. And basically that family that I had, it was just not there anymore, you know. And seeing that through Kai, just, oh, they, they, they are everything to me, my friend. I, I can't even, like I said, I can go on and on for days, but. More than anything, the reason why I want to share all this stuff is because ever since the divorce, ever since my dad's death, and I shared this last time with uh, the podcast that we did with my sister, this family is like a huge, huge nucleus now. We are, we are so tight. Mm. We are so close. We spend more time than we ever had before because of all the negative things that have happened. Uh, Thanksgiving. We used to have it in my house every year. Sarah would make it. Now we have it over my brother's house. It's awesome. It, it, it doesn't mean that things die when things go away. You know, thing when things go negatively. You know, things just don't mm. die. You know, yeah. there's always a way to find different hope. There's always a way to form different relationships, and that's what I was learning more and more by going through some of the negative things. I saw so 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 much importance in them. You know, like I'd never seen before, you know, and like everything is getting better as we speak. I mean, this Thanksgiving, we're going to go over there again, spend time with them. Um, this New Year's, and I think I told you this about this, this New Year's, we're going to go up to Traverse City, spend some mm-hmm. time over at Great Wolf Lodge and, you know, get them wet, get them, you know, get them involved in some, uh, some water activities. It's going to be a blast, honestly. And just, I, I, and I tell you this all the time, I just, I'm very grateful. I'm, I am mm. extremely grateful so blessed, you know, and those words just mean just much as important as hope, really, you know, hope, being grateful, being blessed, those things are just, just so important. I mean, you and I talk about this a lot, even on the podcast and not on the podcast, those two very important words of being grateful and blessed, you know, mm-hmm. when I say that, buddy, what, what comes to mind? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I got, uh, I'll show you these notes at some point, but um <laughs> Definitely the things that you're going over, but when you talked about going to your niece's birthday party and you're like, oh, I don't have a gift, I didn't really feel like it. The things I'm writing here in this notebook, a couple pages already, it seems like you got the gift. Mm. You, 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 this family, and, and always kids, kids are awesome, kids are awesome. They, they bring 
uh, the, that light back, that hope, and you see, and you stop worrying about your problems, and you can see things through their eyes, and you can kind of help them and connect with them, and, and you quickly kind of get, um, I think, better. Like you said, all this stuff with your family, Jeffrey, your family is closer now because of the stuff you went through. And I really, yeah. you know, think it got triggered there. Mallory gave you a gift, that smile, that, you know, just being around, um, you are the one, my friend. But actually, you brought them the gift, too. You know, you've That's gotten better. You've improved, and you've helped them. You've helped each other. So then, you know, when you're focusing on other people, uh, getting what they need in life, you get what you need, too. And that's, that's kind of this thing I got written down here, hope and gratitude, love, you know, new relationships. God, it's just – and that's why it needs to continue. It's a cycle, too. It's, um, mm. It doesn't end. You know, it's not a one-time thing. Hey, we're all great now, you know. You know, Jeff's gotten over his stuff. You know, no, there's still ups and downs. There's still the emotional. There's still restarts. There's still uncomfortableness. This is just – this is huge, buddy. This is, this is awesome stuff that you're sharing with us. You're so insightful, honestly. You you truly are, my friend. I mean, oh. I didn't think of it that way. I really didn't. I, I just looked at what they gave me. I, I really forgot what I gave them. And like I said, every relationship needs to be reciprocal. Every relationship needs to be 50-50. And what was interesting, what you, what you said about that was that I thought about, um, like I shared with you before, what I said to my dad before he passed was that, you know, go ahead, get, you know, go ahead, um, go ahead and just go. And I, I got this. I'll make sure everything's taken care of. And mm. in many ways, I was trying to honor that in particular. But what, if, if I had to ask my dad right now, looking down, I would ask him, you know, are you happy? Are you good with everything, how it went? I'm pretty sure my dad would say yes, you know, yeah. and that I would try, you know. And I didn't think about it that way in that perspective, but it really – it sheds so much light on that, and that's that's mm. great, my friend. And once again, that's that's the beauty of what you and I do when we talk about these things is that we we see a lot of negative, and then what we try to do is flip it into a very positive thing. And it's hard to see the positive when you're going right through it, as you yeah. and I talked about so many times. But when you give it some time and you really get past the emotional, like the heavy emotional stuff, you're able to see that in a clear picture. But that takes time. It takes patience, that, that key word that we used again this evening. But, I mean, you just got to be patient with the whole journey, and hopefully there's more light at the end. Yeah, I, I just love the fact that you had the guts enough or the strength enough when you were down, feeling depressed, not feeling great at all, but you went over there to that party, to her birthday yeah. party, right? Mm-hmm. And that started the healing process. That started mm. that smile. You quickly, it, it lit you up inside. And you quickly kind of, you know, the problems are still there, the worry, the doubts, the anger, the, the sadness, everything, right, still there, but it was forgotten for a little bit, you know. You got mm-hmm. back to being Uncle Jeff, being there for someone needs you, you know, and being a part of someone's life, man. That's, that is just powerful stuff, buddy. That is just awesome. Oh, what a great lesson. Absolutely, Oof. my friend. Man, so your brother, uh, did he go to the same high school as you? We did. We did. Um, I don't know if I shared this story, which is interesting. We went to public school um, our whole life until ninth grade. Mm. And in 10th grade, my parents were like, okay, enough public school. Let's yank you out of public school and send you to a private school, which was Warren D. LaSalle, as you know, uh, you being a Catholic Central boy. But... um, 
with over at over at De La Salle, I went over there because my parents believed education was the most important thing. And they believed that was a vehicle for success. So my brother followed the same exact pattern. He went to public education through nine, uh, through nine years of school. And then in his 10th grade year, he transferred over to De La Salle too. So that's another thing that we share is the fact that we both ended up at the same high school, graduated together. No, I'm sorry, not together, but graduated one year apart. I graduated in 98. He graduated in 99. So, yeah, that's that's another key point that I forgot to mention there. Mm. That's, that's pretty cool. And I, I could just hear if, if uh, Joe DiPonio is here, I can't believe they let you both in there. <laughs> he'd, have, he'd have something funny to say, I bet, that's for sure. But, man, that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so the sports, uh, athletics, uh, is he into uh, fantasy football like you are? Yes. Absolutely. So the competition's uh, there. Absolutely. I got a trade proposal that uh, was uh, sent to me. Uh, we're not in the same league or anything like that, but he, I got sent a trade proposal, and, and when he texted me last night, I texted him back what his thoughts were, and it's interesting how we are on the same wavelength about the potential trade. So, uh, you know, I guess brothers have that, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That connectivity for sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's cool because you know what you hear about some families where the siblings were not close. Um, they grew up adversarially. They grew up, um, you know, with a, more of a little brick wall in between them that they weren't, uh, they didn't do things together. They, they, um, total opposites, you know, kind of, uh, anger, you know, um, despising each other as you got older, I guess. But, uh, that's awesome that you had that, and it sounds like you're even closer now than ever before, which is just great mm-hmm. because you know mm-hmm. your life as adults, uh, I think, uh, is built upon what you guys went through as kids, which is which is really cool. Man, I love tonight's message, buddy. That the hope is just and finding it in other people, but again, like we all we've talked about it many times before, not just finding it in others, but being hope, being hope for somebody else too, being mm. that hope for somebody. Right, that you know, we can't always just go out there and look for hope, look for hope for me, for me, for me. You know, it's uh, hey, there's the other side of the coin. You know, it's you got to bring that too. Like you said, it's reciprocal. It's uh, and sometimes it is fifty-fifty. Other times it's eighty-twenty, and other times it's twenty-eighty for them. And you know, when we're riding our ups and downs and having those people there, you know, to lean on, to pick us up, to uh, offer that fresh perspective and give us something different to think about, man, you are you are blessed. And I, you said that, and just I'm glad you recognize that because. Your family, um, you're you're a blessed man, and and you bring a lot of blessings to them too, buddy. But uh, man, this is this is good. Yeah, this holiday's for you. This is gonna be a cool cool holiday for you guys getting together and stuff, man. It's gonna be awesome. You know, and what the interesting part is, I I wanted to say this before we end this, is the fact that when I started this new job this week, I just realized I put myself in again where a position where I have to start all over again. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember when Sarah left. I'm like, I got to start all over again, you know? And I remember it, it being so difficult to start all over again, you know? When I, when I stopped looking at that and just kind of like, as you and I talked about it several times, is the fact that if you just look at every day as being grateful when you wake up, it mm-hmm. completely changes everything. And mm-hmm. so I, I, don't, I don't try to like live in the past anymore. I, I talk to you about this a lot. I live, try to live in a current moment. But when you wake up trying to feel a little blessed and grateful for what you have, life is completely different. It really, mm. truly is, you know. And mm. um, the one thing I did want to say about me going to Mallory's too, which you brought up a very great point, was the fact that 
you know, I had a I had a choice. I didn't have to go to her birthday party, right? Because I was just just severely depressed. That's the best way to right. kind of put it. Yeah. But I chose to do that because action, no matter what, mm. is is important to do. You got to put a step forward mm. to do something. And so yeah. when you do that, more doors open. When you do that, you trust in faith a lot more, you know. But you got to put action into in, into motion. Because without doing that, you're just going to be stagnant. So you got to put a step forward, even if it's not the best decision. Sometimes action is better than doing nothing. Absolutely. Holy crap! Yeah, it leads to more hope, more opportunities, more relationships. Great point. Great point. I'm writing it down here, brother. Yeah, that's good stuff. Great stuff. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, hey, I hope uh, I hope everybody's enjoying this as much as I am, or even heck, you can enjoy it. 10% of what I've been enjoying it, and you're still going to get some great stuff out of it. Um, so I hope the, the listeners are uh, intrigued by this. I think they are because I'm just, you know, I looked over some stats, and um, our interviews are definitely, they have more downloads than some of my regular shows, so you're definitely bringing a lot of value to me, brother, let me tell you. Um, and I saw a big jump in, you know, the last two weeks as far as average listeners uh, going from like 30-something up to 50-something. Um which which tells me, you know, I think we're we're helping some people here and you know, like we keep asking, you know, spread the word. Just, you know, share this and there might be two or three things that are said that gets you thinking about something and hey, I know someone that would like this and just share it. That's what this is all about. This is you know, getting the message out and getting uh people uh like even on this show, just focused in on hope and, and the stuff that happens that you know, my lesson would you know, if you're feeling down and everything, stay engaged. Stay engaged with those people that are that mean something to you, like Jeff did with his family. And uh, man, there's just so many great things that come from that that light you up, and uh, that's just powerful stuff. Any closing thoughts, my friend? Man, this is a freaking novel. It's a whole course you just gave tonight, man. This is awesome. <laughs> so we did ten podcasts together now, um, mm-hmm. and I, I've been enjoying this immensely. It, that's the best way I can kind of put it. So I'm kind of like out of immediate family right now. So I think we're going to start talking about some friends um, in my circle of friends that have been very close to me. And I, I kind of want to start bringing them in the picture. So I think that's where I might go uh, because we are on this relationship saga in regards to having our conversations. And like you said before, relationships are vital to who we are and what we bring to the table and, mm-hmm. you know, just, just why we exist so much, you know, for to yeah, better absolutely. each other, you know. So I, I think we're going to start talking about some friends uh, unless, you know, like another family member comes into my life that I haven't seen in a while or something like that, you know. But um, you never know, right? You never know. But right. uh, like I, I like to really – I was thinking about this a little bit more, and I want to close with this more than anything, and I'll just give it back to you, is the fact that when I'm doing this, what I'm really doing this is really kind of giving thanks to everyone that had helped me through those three years. You know, and this is why I'm so thankful for you when I first started this was because you gave me an outlet to kind of like voice everything. And mm. as you and I talked about, telling the story is so vital to healing. It really is. And the more you tell the story, the more you own what you did. And then mm. the, the third part being that you take action in regards to just recovering, you're going to get there. But you got to be mm. patient. you got to have hope. You know, you got to find that faith to believe that tomorrow will be better. So, I mean, this is why I'm kind of doing, just involving so many people that were 
you know, a huge part of my recovery, and I, I can't think of enough. So, you know, this doing this, putting this podcast out, you know, that's set in stone someplace now. You know, that's out in the uh, the internet somewhere, right? You know, so yeah. or or on iTunes somewhere. Like that's not going to go away, right? So th- that that's why it's so important that I put a staple on how thankful I am truly of these people that got me to where I am today. So, thanks again, buddy, for giving me that outlet to do that. You are very welcome, and you are very deserving. And uh, thanks for the lessons. I just got another one right there. Um, <laughs> you know, I just had a crazy thought because some of the some of the people that you want to bring up, um, I, I think it'd be kind of fun for all of us, me and you, obviously included, uh, would be to sit down and have a conversation with a third person, mm. um, and, and just kind of uh, share some lessons, share some stories. And uh, Brandon Hanley did that. Um, the tank top trio or something. I suck you. Three dads, you know, fatherhood for the rest of us. Um, it's, it's one of those, I think the three buddies got together, him and two others, and they just, you know, kind of had some conversations on, on what it is like being dads, being guys, and some things they can help each other out with and kind of some cool stuff. So um, I, I could kind of see where this would be. That would be a fun uh, a fun uh, couple sessions uh, to do that in the future if, if you'd be up for it. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, all right. What a great way to end uh, our 10th show tonight. And, uh, folks, I hope you're enjoying this. Like I said, uh, 10% as much as I am because that's a lot. And, uh, Jeff, I want to thank you again for uh, being on board. And uh, I know there's a lot going on in both of our lives right now. And uh, we will continue to always, always, always find the time uh, to keep these things going here. And I look forward to uh, next time to see you, my friend. And I hope, uh, you know, like I said, everybody's finding value in this. And, and get in touch. Find me over on Facebook at coach to expect success and over on Twitter at Coach2Success. And uh, share some thoughts. Um, you know, these things are coming out. And uh, we'd love to have a, a five-star rating and uh, just to hopefully get more con- people connected to this. That's the way iTunes does it, I guess. And so I'm much appreciative of all the listeners out there. And I saw somebody listening, buddy, in China now and um, – you know, Brazil, all, I think we've almost got all the continents covered now as far as uh, people listening to our show, which is mind-boggling. It really is. It's, it's really interesting. So, hey, take care, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it, and have a good night, and stay positive in whatever you do. Okay? See you.